0: Hello, people, and welcome to possibly a very quick episode of Strangers to the Multiplex. Uh, my name is Rob, Mr. Stew, I'm here this evening with Fuzzy Bish himself. Yo, yo! Yeah. Uh, we're here this evening to talk Power Rangers. We did promise a um, Justice League trailer snark in our last episode. Turns out trailer, the Justice League trailer really wasn't that funny. It really, no, it wasn't that best. So um, no no Justice League trailer snark, for which I apologise. I don't think you've missed much. (laughs) There's a new Power Rangers movie out, Robert. There is, for some reason. I'm still not convinced as to why. We watched the trailer earlier many times. Which is probably really poor preparation for a podcast. (laughs) I do want to go and see the movie, but uh, I have a child and the child needs new
1: shoes. Long story short, so I haven't seen it yet. Uh, It looks like they've learned nothing from Fantastic Four and the fact that people are really bored with origin stories now, Mm -hmm. because we're getting an origin story that looks a lot like Fantastic Four. It does. Indeed, I think it was the uh, Daily Telegraph that reviewed the movie. And I'll
0: quote you from the review. It says, Sadistic, ugly and incompetent. This reboot is even worse than the Fantastic Four. Wow, which is quite saying something. Yeah, I think... I'm, I'm not convinced the Fantastic Four first 15 minutes is that bad. It's just what they do with it after the yeah, first
1: 15 minutes. It's a film with a lot of problems. There's some promise lot of problems. And I've got to say, having watched the um, trailer, bring it back on topic, nope. for um, Power Rangers, I don't think it looks that bad. It doesn't. To be fair, in their credit, the actors in it do look like teenagers. As opposed to 30-something. As opposed to people in their 50s with zimmer frames, <laughs> <laughs> wiring glasses, the and beige slacks, <laughs> slacks yes. <laughs> Unlike other Power Rangers films we will be discussing. <laughs> Tell me about what we've seen in the trailer uh, We see the swords. Kind of, yeah, it looks a lot like Transformers oh, I was going to say um,
0: Pacific Rim it took yeah. To me, when I saw the trailer I thought it looked like Pacific Rim for kids mm. And I said, this yeah. to my brother It looks like Pacific Rim for kids And he retorted, isn't Pacific Rim for kids?
1: It's a very good point it it's, P- it's PG-13, I think this is probably going for More of the, the common denominator yes. Of kids, but Um... I decided you got the budget to pull that off. I know it's for a smaller section of the movie, probably the final third $100 million production budget. It was it yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's going to have to look better than the 95 film, which we will come Good. to. Yeah. Jesus. But, um, yeah, I, 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 I'm not fussed, I have to say. The critical response for um,
0: the new one so far has been a bit mixed. Um, the website Cinema Blend said of it It's equal parts John Hughes and Justice League
1: <laughs> yeah, I like it Now if so. I saw a movie with that on the poster To be fair <laughs> I would be sold If that was a Justice League film from the 80s You'd be going nuts <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I don't see how that's a bad thing Given that we haven't had the Justice League movie yet As terrible as it looks yeah, John Hughes, awesome. Justice yeah. League, awesome. Until he gets ruined by John Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder, not John yeah, Zack not Snyder. Not John <laughs> Zack Snyder, yeah. The fashion designer,
0: was. should say. The Hollywood Reporter had this to say about it. It emphasises more realistic dramatic situations by imbuing each Power
1: Ranger with some type of personal issue.
0: And again, I think we kind of saw that in the trailer, didn't we? We
1: did, yes. To a point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to be fair though And again we'll get to the 95 mm. version in a minute At least this is trying to be about something It
1: is um,
0: Characters who actually have dimensions
1: Yeah Which I think Power Rangers needed I mean it, currently it's not really on our TVs that much Certainly not what it was in the 90s but um, it's still going it's, The 24th season Yeah I, I can believe it I mean, I'm sure it's still absolutely dreadful It's got, well, it's got more <laughs> spin-offs than um, Law <laughs> and Order Yes <laughs> <laughs> to be fair Max is quite
0: a fan of the recent one which is I was going is... to say Lauren <laughs> Horton <laughs> he's very cerebral yes Um, but, the recent one which is Dino Charge possibly Power Rangers Dino Charge Take your word on that one uh, the, 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 it's awfully written but the monsters
1: and the robots mm. I quite
0: enjoy it the action scenes are quite good okay they, they film it in um New Zealand now
1: suppose yeah tax breaks
0: Mm. I'd imagine mm-hmm. Imagine like dinosaur, Dinosaurs <laughs> Power Rangers Lord of the Rings
1: I can see that crossover
0: I can see it happening I can see it happening <laughs> <laughs> One more review To read from um, The Not a review as such But the general consensus From the rest of the reviews I've read seemed to be that The new movie Subdues the Kung Fu And shelves the Camp elements Of the original And it's altogether Quite tame So it sounds like It's quite a safe movie you know.
1: Yeah Again, I, I don't think the uh, current young American audience or Western audience is ready for the type of Power Rangers movie we got twenty years ago.
0: No, I think they're very. sounds yeah. they're very different movies as well. Yeah,
1: I think it's quite a punt spending hundred million dollars on a Power Rangers movie now. Mm. It seems a very risky prospect. I think
0: the expectations, especially of nostalgia movies now, are very mm.
1: different to what they once were. I think maybe they're hoping that uh, with the super with superhero movies being successful. This could be a successful franchise, it's probably worth punting in that respect, but is there an audience for it? I don't think so. So I take it then you won't be buying a ticket to go see it? No, no. (laughs) No, I will not. After recently watching uh, the latest Resident Evil and Assassin's Creed, I will be avoiding this one. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, I I want to see it. Honest, I do. Uh, It's just getting
0: round to going to see it. Mm. Okay, Robert, this has happened before. This has. And when it cast you back to 1995. And oh. the Power Ranger movie. All right, so that's just to go over the Power Rangers TV show as it was. As it was. Um, I'm presuming, if you're listening to this podcast, you must be roughly our age. More than likely. Probably only our friends who listen. And yeah. The is. <laughs> we're, we're very sorry. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but um, It debuted in UK TV in 1994? Sounds about right 90, yeah. it's got to be 94 cuz the the movie came out in 95 so 94 sounds about right yeah. um and it's a tv show about teenagers who turn into superhero heroes yeah superheroes really yeah and they they drive or Riot giant robot dinosaurs. <laughs> it's as good as it sounds. Yeah, it sounds very trippy. Um, but the show was imported to America first by a chap called Haim Sedan. And he licensed a Japanese TV show, which I'm going to murder here. Super Sentai? S- uh, Sentai. Super Sentai. Um, it was very big in Japan and features lots of robots and monsters fighting. Yeah. Now what they did is they wrote new scripts for a TV show called Power Rangers, and they inserted some of the footage from the Japanese show into it. So essentially you've got American actors, um, American actors conversing with each other, and then when they come to fight a robot or a monster, it cuts the j- footage from the Japanese show.
1: Yeah,
0: pretty so much. It's pretty much that, isn't it? It's pretty much what it is, That's yeah. what happens. Now, the Japanese show... Um, I have no, have no way of backing this up. There's two sources. You'll have to trust me on this. <laughs> Basically, at the end of every uh, season of the Japanese show, they would have a cinematic release. Okay. With the idea being that the cinematic release um, covers the themes of the season and wraps it up, launches some new characters. So when the show comes back to TV, you've got new characters. You've got a springboard for a new story. That makes sense. My sources on this are twofold. Uh, there's a great podcast called The Grizzly Bear Egg Cafe, which is um, run or rather pre- presented by Mark, Mike Quackenbush, who's he's a pro wrestler, dead into his comic books and stuff. Um, also, if you look on the Wikipedia page, they do have a list of the Japanese TV shows' um, movies, and there's one every year from about 1979 up to like 2004, 2005. Jesus so I can't find I can't find a page on the internet that says this is what happens <laughs> but there are a number of different sources that yes. point towards it so I thought that was quite interesting that this movie yeah. seems to have taken on that tradition in itself you know yeah yeah um, the, the, the Power Rangers TV show as I said previously has gone for 24 seasons and still running strong, strong. the latest incarnation is Ninja Steel Think. It hasn't started in Dine this country. Dino Charge? Dino Charge is the one in this country. Ah. But in America, they've started Ninja Still already. Because that's a thing. I mean, apparently so. <laughs> uh, I did start to watch one of the trailers, but if I'm honest, I kind of lost interest halfway through. Yeah. But so, yeah, it's still making money. Um, it's on cable TV a lot, I know lots of it's on Netflix. Do you ever see it on Netflix? No, we generally try and avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get Max to watch others other than the Dino the Charge. OK.
1: See, Dino Charge sounds more interesting.
0: I'm not Power Rangers
1: in space. Uh, actually, that's... I'm there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take my money already.
0: <laughs> it is worth mentioning that the 1995 movie does come between uh, seasons one and two of the show. OK, so it's supposed to be the bridge between the two. Mm. Um. Also... I don't know, is there anything else you want to add about Power Rangers, the TV show? Or what are your memories of Power Rangers, the TV show? Uh,
1: weirdly, I never really watched the TV show. I was aware of it, um, but given my interest in films like Surf Ninjas and the likes, f- surprisingly, Power Rangers never really featured on that. Okay. Yeah. I
0: think I come in on the tail end of it, because I must have been about 14, possibly 15 mm. when it came out. So I was certainly aware of it, and I think I might have watched a couple of episodes. Yeah, I feel like I was a bit too
1: old for the yeah, TV show. I sure. think, yeah,
0: um, we've, we've talked about this before, about you've seen the movie at the cinema. I think you might have mentioned have, have it before. Have I mentioned twice. it
1: before? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I, yeah, I went to see it at the cinema. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we'll get on to that later. But uh, you you remember, you remember like Power Rangers at large at the time?
1: yes. I I still don't remember a huge kind of cultural significance like when Batman came out or something. That was everywhere, you know. Uh, With Power Rangers, it was just kind of, there's a film coming out, that's kind of it. Uh, In 1995, as we said, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was released. Um, It actually did reasonably well. Um, um, Both domestic and worldwide, it made uh, $66,433,194. Now, I was unable to find out how much the production budget was, but as we were joking before the podcast, it must have been at least $10, so they've made quite a profit there. <laughs> um, as a comparison, the uh, the box office for the, uh, the Turbo Power Rangers movie that came out two years after it which was, was the sequel, right? Which was the sequel. I'm happy to say I've never seen, but mm-hmm. I know you're. I've not seen it uh, You own the DVD either. and you've not seen see it That's shameful, shameful. <laughs> I understand <laughs> uh, But yeah the box office for that one was uh, Just over nine and a half million dollars So quite the tail off there In uh, what was essentially two years And I don't remember A huge amount of advertising for either film I wasn't even aware so, there was a second one No exactly So uh, yeah whether it got, just didn't get the big push Or whether it wasn't I don't know. It wasn't advertised or anything. I don't know. Uh, but in context, uh, I say it did well in the box office. It was the fort. Uh, the um, the 1995 Mighty uh, Morphin Power Rangers movie was the 45th highest grossing film that year. And putting in comparison, I think uh, of all the films released that year, probably the closest one for a similar audience was Jumanji. Okay. And uh, whereas Power Rangers made 66.5 million dollars. Uh do you mind you made two hundred and sixty two and and change million dollars? Yeah, okay. So as a comparison yeah. You know, it, it, it did have a very specific target audience. Sure. Whereas Jumanji would kind of follow it. Broader, was, wasn't it wasn't it. was a lot more broader, far more family entertainment. I think a lot of parents would have been a lot happier walking out to the cinema. Smart. For Jumanji. For Jumanji. Uh, and funny enough, Jumanji's
0: got a remake, is it
1: this year? Yeah, the rock, uh, the rock and Karen Gillen uh, are bring it out this year. I think mm. it's this year, and I'm actually quite intrigued. <laughs> it's got the rock in it, it's not yeah. gonna be awful. So yeah, I'm quite happy to go and see that. And uh, yeah, just random as an aside some other other films from 1995 that were released that you could have gone to see instead, instead of power rangers uh usual suspects really <laughs> yes heat seven wow. <laughs> 12 monkeys casino apollo 13 uh, golden eye uh, toy story or the greatest of them all hackers I All in 1995. We will podcast on hackers, people. I know the world is waiting for a Strangers to the Multipex podcast on hackers. It's coming. I'm sorry it's not dropped already. It will happen. Do you want to do it
0: now? <laughs> Should we just kind of pass our notes? Yes, <laughs> I
1: watched it last night, so we could. <laughs> um, but yeah, and uh, just. When I, when I think about films from the mid 90s I always kind of go to there's two major releases that I, I, I go to as like a comparison which is Stargate in 94 and Independence Day which I believe was 96 yes. I want to say now this yes. is smack down in the middle uh it doesn't well, compare. It really, doesn't does it? compare, and I don't think it's... much Not
0: even in terms of special effects. If you go back to Stargate, oh. the special effects in Stargate are quite good.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll get to the special <laughs> effects side of this film and we will talk in-depth about it. But, uh, yeah, in terms of box office it did okay, it's made a decent amount of money, I think, I I can't imagine it didn't make a profit Um, but I think from memory of that six, six and a half million dollars it made, about twelve million of that was from overseas so it was predominantly American I suppose that's the export isn't it, it's exported to America we get it
0: as a cart, like a hand-me-down
1: yeah I mean we, I imagine we got it a lot later than they did and it's like, yeah we'll chuck it to the English if they'll pay for and yeah we watched a bit of it but not enough really so these are back in the days when the american market ruled all we working down the uh, the cast for the film uh doing some research on this uh, i wouldn't i would like to say it made for interesting reading it didn't one of the most interesting one was david uh, jason david frank who was the white ranger in the, uh, in the 1995 film which we're, we're talking about um, very few of the um, the cast in this film really did anything else it's, uh, a lot of them went on to carry on with the TV show sure. um, but very few of them went on to do anything in acting outside of, outside of acting, a few of them tried roles but nothing major do you think that's major. because they were time or do you think that's because they've made themselves via the Power Rangers and therefore didn't have to work yeah. I think they were hired because either they were martial artists or gymnasts and not actors (laughs) (laughs) would be I can't second argue (laughs) (laughs) these are people hired to do backflips and handstands and uh, not to spout Shakespeare, shall we <laughs> say. So, uh, yeah, probably the, probably the most interesting is, like I say, Jason David Frank, who was the White Ranger. Um, in the various incarnations of the series, he'd actually been the green, the white, the red and the black Ranger, and then went on to be the white Ranger for the film.
0: I not think it
1: was the Black Ranger. As a, for a little aside, I
0: actually watched the oh. episode where he turns into the White Ranger quite recently. Oh, okay. And, I, um, I pity you. <laughs> nah, yeah, to be fair, I've seen a lot worse. Okay. It
1: was okay, it's
0: not bad. He gets a special shiny sword and
1: everything. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, fair enough. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's been various characters. And, and now he's uh, an MM, MMA fighter. And he's recently dyed his hair green. As the homage Ranger. to the Green Ranger, which Absolutely. out of all the ones he's beaten, I was quite surprised about also, that. Also,
0: apparently, he was kicked out of the premiere of the new movie. He yes, was was.
1: Take, he was trying to take video on his phone. Yes, because that's a sensible thing <laughs> to do <laughs> at a premiere. And I just imagine the big bounce yeah. of dragging him around. like, don't you know who I am? <laughs> don't you know who I am? Yes. A dinosaur Power and kick her ass. It's like, yeah, Jason David Frank, no one knows who you are. <laughs> um, so, yeah, mainly just the Power Rangers. Um, he has. He, he has his uh, like I say he's an MMA fighter and he cre- he's a creator of his own MMA merchandise oh okay which sounds amazing <laughs> the slogan is Jesus didn't tap <laughs> Because his head went down. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> had me tap out. If he nailed to a cross. Um, but uh, if I find that on, oh, <laughs> on the t-shirt. internet, yes, please send it to me. Someone wants to buy it for me, even better. But uh, yeah, he's been the, the longest serving Power Ranger. Uh, he has his own dojo now in California. Wow. So, but uh, he is the actual kind of legitimate fighter. If you will, out okay. of the actual Power Rangers. We were Rangers. saying
0: before we started recording, he has recently called out CM Punk.
1: Yes. Which I thought was quite cool. I'd pay to see you CM Punk yeah. versus the Green Ranger. To quote Robocop, I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I could uh, quite have to see that, and he's probably the only Ray Power Ranger who could actually kick your ass, as the so, movie attests. As to. the movie attests to, <laughs> and apparently as yes, he was very keen to voice on set that he was the, uh, an actually good <laughs> martial artist. If you were that talented martial artist, why did you do Power Rangers would be my question. <laughs> uh, and so on to uh, everybody's favourite ranger, the uh, the Pink Ranger. Okay. Played... There's the one thing I'm interested about. Okay. Rumours persist that she did an adult movie. Is uh, that
0: true?
1: Uh, having done extensive research, especially in my teenage years, uh, I can confirm that Amy Jo Johnson has never done an adult movie. And, uh, yeah, there's a there's a collective sigh around mankind <laughs> <laughs> over the world. <laughs> no, she um she left um I think midway through the third yeah midway through the third season to find more acting opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was uh, a gymnast when she was cast, and uh, I think she was probably the most popular Power range. I think most people you know she kind of became a sex symbol and. Most people was like, I think that's, you probably would go and cash in on that if you Absolutely. were. Absolutely. Yeah, could, see, you see what I should do. I can't imagine you got paid huge amounts for doing the Power Rangers. So where well, she branched out into other acting roles and uh, various TV shows and low budget movies and lots of B movies and lots of made for TV stuff and. But, well, a couple uh, of Christmas
0: movies I would imagine.
1: Yeah, I think I think I remember seeing one at least in the uh, in the filmography. Uh, did the her main and probably most impressive out of most of the Power. She had a recurring role in Felicity, oh, which okay. I've never seen. She did 50 episodes.
0: Is that the um, Judd Apatow
1: thing?
0: Don't know, but it's I've heard of it no. before. One second. At times like this, we should, of yes. course, call upon the fact-checking monkey. <laughs> monkey. So we need correction power, and we're both kind of stood holding medallions up to the ceiling. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to get Mr. or Mrs. fact-checking monkey. No. But let's just cast it out there. fact <laughs> monkey! checking monkey here felicity ran from 1998 until 2002 and was created by jj abrams it starred kerry Russell, scott speedman and scott foley and ran for 84 episodes right back to amy joe johnson
1: in a band named Valhalla, Ooh. which sounds amazing. It uh, does. Yes, <laughs> it's quite the uh, talented musician, apparently. The fact that I've never heard of said band named Valhalla means that uh, I'm not sure whether how good they are. But uh, yeah, um, I mean, her career's kind of never really taken off, and she's she's acted a lot, but nothing quite to the degree of the fame that say uh, Power Rangers brought her. She's still working today. Uh, bits and pieces she had her first child quite late on I think she was about 38 okay. when she had that now we have a problem with the cast
0: of the Power Rangers movie because mm. some of the actors who played the Power Rangers in the TV show by the end of the first season run into contract problems didn't they? they did yes yeah. So three of, of them. some of them don't appear
1: yeah three were replaced for the film and then went on to act in the series the people in the movie went on to act in the series yes yes okay yes so they were replaced. I'll get to who they were, but uh, for, for purely for the film purposes, the uh, the Yellow Ranger shall come next, and she was played by Karen Ashley.
0: Bit of a pop trivia. Silence oh, yes. here. The original Yellow Ranger actually died in a car crash on September the 11th. Oh right. Which is nothing to joke about, obviously. No. But it is a it is a
1: footnote <laughs> in trivia. As you do um, Bless her So um, yeah No acting credits of note uh, Post the movie She did go on to act in 67 episodes Of the TV show Leaving at the end of season 3 Very similar to The time Amy Jo Johnson left The Pink Power Ranger so Apparently there was going to be a story Where they both leave at the same time And they go off and do things but that never really came about I think uh, Pink Ranger left slightly before the Yellow Ranger Um, but she looks like she's gone on to have quite the career behind the camera, she's got her own production company called Gagord Films Mm -hmm. and has uh, uh, production credits and uh, system uh, system director credits and apparently she had her own, uh, she was signed to a record label for a while so yeah she seems to have done alright out of it what about the Blue Ranger? Uh, yes Am I <laughs> taking you ahead on your notes though, I apologize <laughs> Slightly, um, yeah, David Yost Played the Blue Ranger Anyone who's seen the film Will understand what I'm about to say next In that he was the oldest cast member <laughs> <laughs> That's bit a bit polite of the, Yes, of the Power Rangers movie Bear in mind they're all meant to be teenagers I think he was uh, early, uh, mid to late 20s It shows he does not look like a teenager, bless him And, uh, again, he only really did the Power Rangers movies. Watching various documentaries and things and research for the show, he was uh, very much bullied on set. Oh, sorry, yes. There was was a story I
0: found online about him being taunted with um, homophobic abuse. Yes.
1: And I believe that's why he come to... Leave, the series. He was. He, he was. He. He became currently uh, from his own words very suicidal at one point. Really? Yes. So it must have been quite bad. So yeah, he literally his acting credits ended. Really? He <laughs> with hasn't Power Rangers, since. he he hasn't done nothing. I could find he hasn't done anything since. Mm. So um, I'm not
0: saying he's a natural acting talent
1: because he certainly isn't. No, but, but he, he backflips like the best of them. <laughs> Are you convinced that's him? <laughs> no, not the slightest. OK. But, uh, yeah, that was, that was the Blue Ranger. It was literally minimal I could find. <laughs> so we're uh, on to... Uh, Christ, how many more of these well, I was to say, the, is there
0: anything else of note you learned that you could tell us? Because if I'm honest, I don't know half the names of the rest of the characters. No, there's
1: there's one, the most interesting one I'll get to. Um, but um, the next one is uh, Steve Codenius. I apologise if I that wrong. He was the Red Ranger. Again only really done Power Rangers and uh, but he owns his own Jiu Jitsu studio in California called Force Balance BJJ which (laughs) (laughs) sounds like a place you go to tone up and tone up if you get my meanings there again these I'm guessing these people weren't cast as actors. Actors, Funnily enough, they haven't gone on to be actors. With the exception, nice segue, of uh, Johnny Young Bosch, who was the Black Ranger. Okay. Not the original Black Ranger. Not the original Black Ranger. And again, we'll get to who was what a bit later. But um, yeah, he's the guy from the film who's really upset about being a frog. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. When they vaguely remember that, when the <laughs> uh, lass in her bikini, bless her, is talking about uh, all their different powers and who gets what, and he's sad about being a frog. Doesn't
0: that remind you of Reservoir
1: Dogs? And Mister pick. I don't want to be Mister pick. Actually, now you <laughs> yeah. mentioned it, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and apparently that line was ad-libbed, the the frog line, not anything oh. in Reservoir Dogs. Um, that I'm aware of. Uh, for the film, because he thought that being a frog was stupid, so yeah. he said so in the film and no one cared <laughs> <laughs> but he actually has 211 film, credit, film credits film credits to his ready? name
0: yeah. anything on
1: that? voice over work <laughs> <laughs> lots and lots of voice over work I tried to scroll through and see um, kind of what, act- you know, what physical action sure. work he did but yeah, generally it's computer games cartoons ma- yeah, Japanese anime He's done it all, and he's done it very, very regularly okay. since 1995. So uh, yeah, fair play to him in terms of acting. I think he wins hands down. <laughs> <laughs> so he's not even a proper actor. <laughs> no, for the for the for the guy in the film who was upset about being a frog, he's actually probably he's done well to, for himself. He's done very well for himself. That <laughs> frog's turned into a prince, <laughs> which was a line in the <laughs> film. film I well, like yeah, what so you're doing. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's the, uh, the cast of the film. Mm-hmm.
0: OK, Rob, well, we joked about it earlier, but um, I think on the last about three or four months when we've been discussing a new movie, you've told me several times that you saw the original at the cinema. Did you know I'd seen it at the cinema? I think I might have mentioned it. Oh, okay.
1: Once or twice. <laughs> what are your memories of seeing it? Uh, I remember this being quite a, a, a big event randomly. Uh, for someone who had never been a, a Power Rangers fan before or after... Or whatever. I remember this being quite a. Ooh, this Power Rangers film coming out. I mean, I was about 13, I'd have said, when this came out. And um, yeah, considering some of the films I was watching around that age, it seems really bizarre to look back now and think I paid good money, was very excited to see this film, <laughs> went with, I think, two of my cousins. And uh, yeah, and I, I came out of the film not disappointed. <laughs> How many times do you think you've, you've seen it? I literally, I, funnily enough, I, I saw it, I think I've said before, I saw it at the cinema, uh, the once, and uh, then we went to, not long after, like that summer, we went to Blackpool Pleasure Beach. And the the lovely folk back in the mid nineties who would sell pirated movies <laughs> on VHS were on said pleasure front, and uh, this is one of the movies that I actually bought.
0: A pleasurable time was had by all. a
1: pleasurable time was had by yeah. all, and uh, so I watched a very dodgy copy of this several times, but I never went on to get it on proper VHS DVD. You know, I never really bothered with it. It was just something that I forgot about. I randomly went, "Why the hell am I watching this god awful <laughs> film?" See, I don't, I don't, I certainly
0: didn't see it at the cinema. I seem to remember seeing the trailer on TV and thinking the special effects looked amazing. <laughs> but the, the first time I can remember watching it was. About three or four years ago, in a yeah. hotel room somewhere with Max, when Max was dead small was trying to keep him entertained. Okay. And I stuck the TV on, and I think this was on Channel 4 one Sunday morning. It might have been between Christmas and New Year, I think. Oh, okay. And this was on TV, and I sat and watched some of it with Max. I was like, yeah, that's not bad. And then recently it's been on Netflix, and yeah. I think me and Max and I watched it a couple of times when it was on Netflix. <laughs> but still, I've got to be honest, I didn't remember any of it. No. So, for the, for the purposes of podcasting, I actually go out and buy a copy.
1: The world weeps for you. I know. It's got both of them on. First one and the second one. (laughs) I still haven't seen the second one. And and neither have I, for purposes of posterity. Hello
0: and welcome to our new segment. What we learned from the internet this week.
1: Zombie has started on Netflix. the new version of Stephen King's
0: It Looks Absolutely Terrifying. Wonder Woman is predicted to make the lowest domestic, that's in the USA, opening weekend of the DC Extended Universe movies so far. Comedy Central stream a surprise Rick and Morty season three episode.
1: Margot Robbie was an early consideration for the character of Major in Ghost in the Shell and the Kong movie has passed the 500 million dollar mark in the worldwide
0: box office. Now even though I'd watched the movie the other day, I'd be quite a hard push to explain to somebody what the movie is actually about. Yeah. I sat at work this morning trying to Put a pen to paper as to what it was about, <laughs> and I left it at work. So for <laughs> the benefit of those of you who haven't seen it and have no intention of seeing it. Angel Grove is where the Power Rangers come from, and a work crew in Angel Grove um, uncover a mystical egg. It turns out that the egg has been used by Zordon, who's the mentor to the Power Rangers. Uh, Zordon captured Ivanus yeah. is the baddie yeah. he captured him um, thousands and thousands of years ago and buried him on earth in this egg Ivanus is um, let out by the workers as, the, as these things do happen and he goes and hooks up with the baddies from the regular TV show which are Rita Repulsa and I want to say the other guy's name's Goldor yeah. one of them looks very cool Okay. one of them does look very cool Yeah. But is that, no that's Lord Zod Lord Zod? Lord isn't Zed. It's like cast off from the Masters of the Universe movie. He does, yeah. I'm sure that's Lord Zod yeah. Lord Zed. Fact Checker Monkey. Hello, Mrs. Fact Checker Monkey here. The two Robs are referring to Lord Zed, who was played by Mark Gintzler in the movie and Edwin Neal in the Power Rangers
1: CEO and in Space TV series. Satisfied?
0: Okay, so it transpires that um, Ivernus, like he says, he says Zordon put him on the ground years ago, and he, was, he also blames a bunch of teenagers that Zordon was working with at the time for uh, um, entrapping him, and as much as, we can, as much as we can gather, the other teenagers were a previous generation of Power Rangers. Then <laughs> um, Ivan news takes to the streets and tries to get children to rise up against their parents or rather makes parents distrustful of their children using kind of brainwashs new... parents. Yeah. at the same prior to that he's actually um, inca- incapacitated Zordon. yes he goes to his base and blows everything up.
1: Aye, 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 aye. Aye, 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 That's Alpha.
0: Yes. <laughs> Guest of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> um, so Zordon has his Optimus Prime stroke Darth Vader moment where he's dying. So and it's not nearly as impressive. It's <laughs> not nearly as impressive. But you do see him out of the light, which you never do in the cartoon. No. You actually see him in a bed thing, and he tells the Power Rangers that it's up to them to be on their own now. He can't stay with them forever. So that's the whole metaphor of being teenagers and growing up and no really? longer being close to your parents. There's an actual story here, people. Um, the Power Rangers don't have their powers as a result of um, Ivan, who's crashing their command centre. Yeah. But, just as he's fading away, Sordon does tell them there is a way they can recapture their powers, and that would include being transported to an alien planet. <laughs> so, as you do, the Power Rangers, they're transported yeah. to the alien planet. Australia? Australia. <laughs> <laughs> it looks suspiciously like Australia yeah. where they meet um, some chicken a bikini. Yeah. Which we were quite impressed with, weren't which we? Which is the highlight of the film, was one, a, one of the yeah. many endearing features Like my thirteen
1: year old self is very grateful
0: for her appearance <laughs> in that film. Yeah. And essentially she shows them to a temple on the planet where they get new costumes. Yeah, new action new figures. New yeah, yeah. New action figures. New action like, figures yeah. I think that's the bottom line, isn't <laughs> it?
1: They um, still cover their face yes, yes so, can so, can get in
0: exactly, yeah. so the Power Rangers have now have new powers new guises, and they return to Earth to fight Ivan there's a scene at the very beginning of the movie where we're told that an asteroid is heading to Earth and will be visible shortly <laughs> the Power Rangers use the asteroids to defeat Ivan yeah before of, um, but that's not before a big smackdown in the city centre we have new, zo- new swords, which are the Power Rangers um, robots, and some new monsters that Ivan's created. Yeah, the um, toy catalogue's taken care of. Yes, pretty much.
1: And that's pretty much the movie, isn't it? There's not a lot to it. There
0: is a subplot where Ivan um, sells goo... He he becomes this kind of creepy toy man, yeah. doesn't but, he?
1: They're trying to turn him into like the Joker from like, from Tim Burton's Batman. Very possibly. Uh, yeah.
0: He he um, manufactures this ooze which he gives to kids everywhere and tells them to give it to their parents. And the idea is when the ooze gets on the parents' faces, the parents and then brainwashed into hating the kids. It's a very random subplot. It doesn't really go anywhere. No, Ivan o- is very much against teenagers. And do you know, I'm just looking down at the time, I've spent nearly five minutes explaining that. That's more than the film does. It's, it's, more than, I, it's, more, it's, it's longer than the, the, the thought they gave to the actual plot itself. Yeah. But
1: yes, so in a nutshell, that is the movie. Mm. What did you think of the movie? I, it um, it's horrible. Yes. I, I think the most interesting thing that uh, I could probably say about the entire film um, that's we don't get these days is these characters as they are are fully formed when we see them in this film there's a blurb at the beginning that
0: explains who the power rangers
1: are very briefly
0: and done to be fair done very well yeah it was very very brief very to the point this is the power rangers Mm. these are what they got their powers for this is what they do
1: yeah and then we're introduced (laughs) to skydiving for some random reason but yeah, because to the extreme, it's the nineties. Um, but yeah, this is uh, this is not an origin film. This is not a film to appeal to the masses. This is a film for the select audience that made Power Rangers the TV show number one in the United States. It's very much a kids film, isn't it? It's very much a kids film. It's a live action cartoon. Yes. Very much so. <laughs> <laughs> there is, it's, sorry, we were looking at the quotes mm. earlier from the
0: reviews, and one mm. of them goes on about how each character is imbued with, with a, a sense of alienation or a teenager self yes. or some kind of motivation, something yes. like the audience can relate to. Something to
1: work with as an actor. Not in 1995. No, we didn't need things like that uh, in 1995. Yeah. We need bad CGI and ADHD <laughs> <laughs> friendly movies.
0: Like the, the White Ranger and Pink Ranger aside. I don't know who the rest of the Rangers are. No. I don't know what
1: their deal is. I, d- I don't know why they're there. They've probably got about ten lines between them mm, yeah. throughout the entire film. I don't even think I'm exaggerating no, there. No, the focus is very much on the White Ranger, isn't it? Yeah. And even he hasn't got a massive... And even he's not exactly an interesting <laughs> character. <laughs> he just has a ponytail.
0: <laughs> like we were saying, a very good blurb for the game and I thought it uh, sits on the premise in absolute seconds. Mm. And then we get we get the um the idea of the the skydiving because they're extreme you know Yo. to the to the extreme and then they're roller skate and it was like a super powered tampon <laughs>
1: <laughs> which I think the world greatly
0: needs absolutely yes I, one thing I did I always had problems with the TV show but even more so with the movie is they have secret identities and yet they all wear color code cl- they, they all wear, like <laughs> color coded sort of like, wardrobes the white yeah. ranger wears a lot of white the pink ranger. She's always wearing pink. She's wearing pink and tra- pink shorts, yes. And nobody put
1: two and two together. No, um, to to pick holes in this film is too easy. It's <laughs> <is> far far <laughs> too easy. And again, this this I mean this is a kids film. First and foremost, it's not a good kids film. Um, it's there's there's no real story here. It's it's quite interesting compared to what we have now. And I'm sure as a comparison alongside the new Power Rangers film, it would be quite interesting. From what I've read and from what I've seen on the trailer,
0: I think the new Power Rangers film is done more on the purposes of nostalgia mm. and it's aimed to more soar towards the sort of Avengers crowd. Towards us? Towards us, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, you know, and I think it's expected to have more sophistication than Mm. this was at the time. That's a good
1: point. You know? But yeah, because this has no sophistication. This has no sophistication. (laughs) None whatsoever. whatsoever. Um, I mean, but to compare this to, uh, say, the other ma- massive kids' films around this era with uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles... Sure, which is not a bad movie. Which is not a bad one. <clears throat> we won't talk about sequels. But the, uh, the first one isn't that bad. It's better yes. than this. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I've watched it recently, the first yeah. Turtles movie. And i have to say the, the action sequences from the the stunt people in the Turtles costumes, which weighed, like, £200 or whatever, and they could barely move in... A lot better in the (laughs) Turtles movie than they are in the Power Rangers. Looking at the movie as a whole,
0: you can tell they've spent some money on it. Um, If you watch the TV show, which we discussed earlier, has Mm. the Japanese clips thrown in, you can tell when they throw to the Japanese clips because the quality of the film used isn't as good because it's that bit older. It sticks out like a sore thumb. But they obviously spent a lot of money on this movie reinventing the command centre. Reinventing the costumes. Yeah. Even Zordon looks different, you know? They've obviously spent their money wisely. I did think this was the case when I watched the movie that they'd shot all of their footage exclusively for this movie. They had. And they had. I went back mm. and checked and they did. They didn't use any Japanese footage this time. And, it's, and it shows because everything's a lot brighter yeah. and a lot shinier. You do get to a point where. You pr- you presume the Zords, the bigger robots, don't turn up till the end because they didn't have a budget for it. No. Like the Power Rangers are forever putting on their costumes, <laughs> but doing no more than the same sort of martial arts they did out of their costumes. Yeah. You know
1: you can, and a lot a lot of the sets are obviously sound stages. Yeah, I don't think there's a great deal of on location shooting apart from when they go to the alien Australia planet. Yes. And uh, they're on, near the beach, and that's clearly, obviously, is, and it, it stands out in that respect. But uh, yeah, they've spent a bit more on. I think if they'd used the old stock footage, it would have paled, it would have looked horrible on the big screen, and I think they couldn't have done that. Does it do anything well to your mind?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> it's very odd that um, Ivan Ooze has a very kind of anti teenager stance. When you think like, yeah. this has been sold to kids,
1: I I suppose it's, it's ideal if it's been sold to kids. Well, isn't it? yeah, exactly. It's, he's it's been, the whole he's the world. When he? you become a teenager, the world turns against you. Everyone's against you, your parents are against you, the world's against you. So this character comes along and says, All teenagers are evil. I can relate to that. He's like my parents.
0: That's right. Uh, he's evil. Yes, he he's evil.
1: It must yeah. be stopped. And uh, yeah, and I think the whole kind of um, the parents being overtaken and trying to. Kill themselves and the younger kids. That's for the more stop younger him. audience yeah. to try and stop them. And really, they're not aiming this film at anybody else. No, <laughs> this no. is not a film for a thirty-something unless he lives in his mum's basement.
0: Oh, your ass! You
1: know, this is this this is a film. These this is back in the day when films had a very select audience that they catered to it they they didn't go for foreign markets it wasn't about how well this film's going to do in china well. yeah, yeah this was we can make this much money making this film for this set of people but did, you, did you find the martial arts any good no no i think the bit in the 20 years <laughs> post that. Thought so, yeah. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> i think not until like, so like 1999 in the matrix did things really pick yeah. up for my work again you know yeah exactly but no it's 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 death blatant in some of these scenes that's why it works especially
1: when he's kicking some people in the heads and he's like one, two, three, he's yeah, over the lawn, exactly. You know? It's kind of like flying midair and kicking people for like 20 minutes.
0: There's a wonderful scene where the Blue Ranger comes to the realization. Um, they've lost their powers because of has being downed. And um, the Blue Ranger comes to the realization that he only misses morphine when he realizes he can't do it. And again, why? <laughs> because you haven't done anything different since you put your costume no. on that you weren't doing when you were out of costume. <laughs>
1: How did you come to that realisation? It's awful. There's, there's no character analyst in, in, in this whole film B- at all. Bikini
0: aside, was the warrior woman with a high pitched voice? Was she um, was she a good plotly behind?
1: Um No, no, <laughs> not at all. I mean, literally, they um, they go to this alien planet. They fight some winged beasts. Well, they like for... but a bit like
0: flying monkeys from a the bit like, of yeah,
1: exactly for like ten seconds. And then all of a sudden, female-looking Gandalf, who turns out to be rather attractive. Female-looking um, Gandalf. Yeah, female-looking Gandalf. I liked her beard. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, and she turns up, gives them the powers, and then disappears, and then they come back to Earth. The whole scene of travelling to this planet, all this thing happens in about ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not particularly alien, that planet, is it? Like, no, you said, it's, it's Australia. just Australia. <laughs> it's Australia. It looks like Australia. It is Australia. But then, I mean, they go off and fight some kind of random skeleton dinosaur.
0: Right, I want to get to that. Oh, okay. Because there's a Jurassic Park
1: quip. And I believe Jurassic Park was
0: 1994. Three, I think. Is that a very cynical cash-in on Jurassic Park? Oh, blatantly, yeah. Yeah? Blatantly, yeah why wow, what did they say I, uh, I can't there's, there was a quip some of the lines of um, I just put in my notes Jurassic Park quip so it must have happened <laughs> so they were fighting
1: and one of them standing yeah. beside him going it can open doors the Green Ranger stops to think about Christ now for to the cross world would be amazing if Sam Neill just turned up at that moment because he's Austrian naturally he must have been on set
0: it was like we did get it's like carly soundtrack or something. Say again, that would have elevated the film (laughs) a whole new level. I did put when they were going through the um, dinosaur graveyard, which
1: is when Mm. the bones come to life, which I didn't feel too bad. All things considered, in a film like this, it it wasn't bad. It was quite an interesting idea. It made no sense, but uh, you know, it's like, what can we give them to fight? Oh, randomly, there's a dinosaur graveyard. Oh, randomly, there's a there's a cave here or a building. Let's let's have that was some. the temple, right? Yeah, temple. Yeah. Let's have some people in orc costumes fighting. Which, if you think about it, could have been really cool. <laughs> but no, had it, um, almost I put had it almost the land of the lost fight to it. Yeah. I mean, if they'd taken that and run with it, and they spent more time on the alien planet, or well, that was the film, I could, I could, I could, have run with that. I could have considered that to be an interesting idea.
0: I think the idea, this whole thing was just the alien planet wasn't that alien. No. Very alien lazy. yes. And, <laughs> and I swear, at times, the you know, do you know, when you watch old westerns, and they're in like. Um, desert landscapes and you'll see the sky at one point's brilliant blue and then they'll cut back to the character and cut back to the landscape again and the sky's gone darker yeah
1: I swear it was that way on the planet as well it's <laughs> very kind of careless and lazy in terms of continuation they're, they're probably filming actually like on location and they did, couldn't afford the lighting <laughs> <laughs> it's probably something daft like that <laughs>
0: Um, gets uh, the equivalent of the excess chemical factory from mm. Batman and creates these t- two Zords, uh, like evil Zord monsters, who look like very much like praying mantises.
1: Yeah, kind of insects. Very odd, like as to why you would choose praying mantises. I don't know. Because they're easy to make in toys and in- instantly recognizable.
0: We were laughing at them earlier the special effects at the end of
1: it. I know. Mean, Just horrible. to explain for someone who mm. hasn't
0: seen the movie. Um, you've got um, at the end of the movie the Power Rangers are sword up in their own big robot oh. after the hour mark because they've got half an hour to go and they can afford to use the budget now
1: yeah well they, they defeat him after an hour and 20 minutes of this film so what do they do for the last 10 minutes that they they go on they, they stand on Sydney Harper and watch oh, fireworks. Oh, that's the thing with the
0: fireworks. Yeah. It's very random. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. But from, yeah, he's defeated after around 20 minutes. You'll be pleased to know the
0: asteroid turned up at the end of it as well. You'd have thought, yeah. given that the fact it was introduced <laughs> at the beginning of the film, it might be actually something to do with the plot. But no, 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 no. It no, just no, comes no. in like a... Um, Check off gun theory, you know. You see yeah. in the first act, so it's got to be used in the third
1: act.
0: Yeah, 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 Thank you,
1: Woody Allen. <laughs> um, so yeah, the this has got to be what early CGI. Well, no, I mean we've had. Again, I was saying to you earlier, Mr. The um, when talking about films from the nineties, the basis I always go from is uh, Stargate in nineteen ninety four and Independence Day in nineteen ninety six. Now, Stargate, for the time, looked fantastic. Absolutely. And it, it still stands up now. It still looks really good. This came a year after that film. Now, I know it didn't have the budget, but, my God, the CGI in this film looks horrible. It does, doesn't it? It's so horrible. We
0: were watching it earlier, and we were saying it looks like it's been half-rendered in places. They, have yeah. like they haven't finished the special effects.
1: Oh, God, no, near. I am not said, for <clears> you <throat> gamers, it's like a pre-alpha footage. Um... Yeah, it's 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 just it's the worst. I mean, the '90s was littered with bad CGI films where the technology just wasn't there no. at all. I, I remember um, along came a spider, which is um, a Morgan Freeman film, yep. and there's a, there's a car crash on a bridge at the start of the film, and rather than shoot it properly, they use CGI, and it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and that makes this look fantastic, you know. <laughs> you know I, I always used the
0: Scorpion King as a general benchmark. Yeah. Is it as bad as the Scorpion King? This... I would say probably not as bad as the Scorpion King cause at least they're trying It's not like they've dashed off in the last Scorpion
1: day Scorpion King came quite a few late, quite a bit later I mean this is only four years between this and The Matrix Which you've said as well mm. um, And Yeah, I mean The Matrix wasn't that expensive <laughs> Really <laughs> You know, there's minimal effort I mean again if, if someone can post in the comments or let us know if they can find out how much the production budget for this film was if it was less than five million dollars I honestly wouldn't be surprised <laughs> <laughs> and yet they made another one and yet they made another one when they made obviously made a decent enough profit to think oh well we'll have another punt same reason as they're doing another one now yeah I it's so. uh, yeah it's obviously why not you know? Okay, summing up. Uh, it's horrible. <laughs> don't, don't watch
0: it. It's <laughs> so, like, so superficial. I couldn't tell you what any of those characters particularly
1: want. Um, and I know it's for kids' movie, but that's no excuse. No. I mean, we, up to this point, we've had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We've had Surf Ninjas. Hackers came out the same year. <laughs> We're talking, like, the highest level of cinema and this is just
0: well, like even if you go back to stuff like Labyrinth, mm. that was made for
1: kids. Yeah, I mean that's so much 80s. better. So, so much better. Word. Yeah, to say a film is just for kids, it doesn't excuse it being stupid. No. Um, the fact that I mean, to be fair, this is Power Rangers. It was the number one show in in America. Um, they're basically just doing a live action movie of what came before. They're not trying to add anything. They're not trying to take anything away. The budget's not massively better. None so, of
0: these characters have <clears>
1: changed today. By the end of the movie, we're no, where we started. No, we're all this. exactly the same. But it does sort out contractual disputes ready for the next season.
0: Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> if nothing else, it achieves that. Yeah. Um, like we said, the CGI, for the most part, is terrible.
1: We haven't mentioned who is Ivan Ooze. Oh, would, would you like to fill me in, then, sir? Uh, he is Belloc from uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh. He's the, the French archaeologist who Marion drinks with. There you go. Yes. <laughs> He's had better days then. He's had better days, but uh, hopefully he got a good pay down. He, he has very little to do in this film. Okay,
0: so so, uh, so out of five power crystals, and if you've watched Dino, Dino Crisis, it's not Dino Crisis, what's the latest one called? Um, Nin, Dino Ninja, Ninja Charge.
1: Ninja Fisting. <laughs> yeah.
0: Power Rangers Dino Charge. If you watch that, you'll know what the um, power crystals, crystals are. At power, thank you.
1: <laughs> Just give it a
0: rated man. Out of Power Rangers Helmets. Out of five.
1: Oh, dear God. Do you know what? besides? I don't know if i mentioned that I saw this at the cinema before <laughs> and, um, you know, with the Dulce aside, who uh, had a great influence on my teenage years. That's the
0: chicken in the
1: bikini. That's the chick in the bikini, right? the in the bikini the yes. Um, I, I still can't even give this a one out of five. It's, it's a horrible horrible film
0: I will say that some of the martial arts scenes stood up better while some of the moves are illogical like <laughs> why you would do 99 flips when all you need yeah. to do is kick somebody in the head is beyond me <laughs> but I'll give it the one the sort of very jaded dusty Power Rangers helmet because it could have been worse
1: as I'm sure the sequel
0: proved, it proved indeed yes. if you have watched the sequel and want to tell us all about it
1: yes get in touch <laughs> just don't okay. advise us to watch it <laughs> so unfortunately Power Rangers a Power Ranger movie if you will a Mighty Morphin Power Ranger, Ranger movie It's not as good as its title it's not Mighty, it's not Morphin but it is Power Rangers thank you for listening today
0: If this is the first podcast of ours you've listened to thank you very much for taking the chance we do have a lot of episodes in our archive you can now enjoy on SoundCloud do follow us on social media we're Strangers TTM on twitter and facebook slash strangers to the multiplex on facebook Uh, thank you for tuning in hopefully more soon until next time don't be a stranger
1: yeah boy